I've had like two glasses of coffee right now and three sativa joints. So I feel like I'm on blow. I'm just like, oh. Ugh, all right, and I'm just kind of sweaty. All right, let's go ahead and start this show because I'm feeling glamour. I'm feeling glamour right now, so we might as well just go ahead and start. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Miss Lucy Wack. Hi, Lucy. I love you. Love you too. Listen, there was a real outcry from some listeners about your dead cat. Well, apparently, uh, word got back to me that you took a very intimate conversation between the two of us and prefaced the whole episode with it. And so uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was that you painted me a wonderful sob story. So uh, I appreciate all of it, all that you do it was, uh, listen, when it, it was, a few times it's for others <laughs> and uh and i appreciate all of the love and feedback i've gotten from all of the, uh <laughs> listeners like even the grizzly kiki girls reached out to me and i thought that was really sweet oh they're they're too nice for their own good no it was it was just the clip of me yelling at you for yelling at me that's all that's all <laughs> Oh, so it was just us. <laughs> yeah, it was just us, girl. Uh, Maxwell Esposito. Hi, I'm here. Hi, Maxwell. Did anybody say anything about me last week? Were you not here? No, I was. I just want to know if people were talking about me. Nope, not a word. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's upsetting. Yeah, how I are, mean, apropos. How are you, girls? What's going on? Tell me things. Lucy, you look like you're in a better place. Uh, I'm all right. You know, every, every day is a bit of a struggle, but it gets easier and easier each day as it happens. So, um, yeah, I'm just moving on to new things. I got some new shoes that I ordered from Asia, and they fit. I think I figured out exactly how to find amazing dress shoes for men that will fit me, and it's to buy Asian. For, for anyone who's tuning into our show just now, like you just picked us up, you just found us out, you know, Lucy Wack is Dusty Balls, uh, a Chicago drag king, and he's just discovered... Uh, Amazon via like Asian Amazon is that what you've discovered? It was Amazon Prime. There you go. Amazon Prime. Yes, girl. Uh, but no, this was actually like through an ad through Facebook. Like it like came up on the Dusty Balls profile, and it was like, "Hey, you might like these shoes." And I was like, "I do like those shoes." What do you mean <laughs> I can get them in a men's size six? Let's get five of them. Girl, <laughs> listen, I I have to. All of my shoes come from uh from Amazon, and I don't know what size 15 men uh, weigh in Asia, but apparently they're very light because I have to get my heels reinforced. The moment they get here, I'm like, reinforce those bitches because they are not built for me. They are not. You need to find like a welder or something on Grindr that will start like welding steel shanks into the heels of your your shoes. So they'll just like take you, girl. I I live right next door to a cobbler. So, uh, so uh, I bring I bring in my boat shoes, and they're like, "What are these?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like good old fashioned Armenian homophobia. As soon as I walk in there, you know, it's like, "What are who? What monster wears these?" I'm like, "It's just me." <laughs> Wait, Lucy, is it that hard for you to find shoes? She got yeah. little feet. She got little baby feet. Like, so do I. Yeah, I wear a men's five. Where do you men's size five? Where do you do your shoes? I just buy unisex shoes. It's not that hard. 
Oh, so you wear ladies' shoes. But define, like, well, yeah, like, men's shoes, yeah. though. Like, that's just it. Dusty Balls is very, like, more masculine. But, like, to well, why, yeah. why would she put on a, a Gucci slide? Huh? Oh, I don't wear Gucci slides. <laughs> I, I don't wear slides, period. Shea Coulee was uh, just in L.A., and we were watching the last episode of Drag Race at Akbar, and she commented on someone's Gucci slides. And I was like, how do you fucking know those are Gucci slides? And then, you know. Well, I know what Gucci slides are. I just don't wear Gucci slides. All right. Well, good. I'm sorry you're poor. <laughs> oh, my God. You buy me Gucci slides, then. Deal with it. Why would what? I buy you a Gucci anything? my birthday is coming up, poor. and I deserve a Gucci everything. Is this your birthday show, or is next week your birthday show? Well, do we celebrate it before or after? Because my birthday's on Monday. I so... wasn't going to anyway. So okay, how well, do you want to do it? I guess next week would probably be more of an ideal birthday show. Okay. Because then I could reflect on my birthday. Be like, yes, my birthday was magical. Because, like, right now I just <coughs> I don't really have any plans. Okay, so next week is next week is Ma uh, Maxwell's exciting birthday show. As you can see, he's got no plans. Could you do me a favor and close that window? Are you gonna really make exciting? As in, you're gonna mention it in the post? Yeah, not necessarily in the episode. <laughs> oh, we're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna say words. We're just gonna have a I'll write happy birthday in the post. Absolutely. I'm probably gonna get an <laughs> iconic salad. Um, try to do your best, but I'm, I, I know that it's a big issue for you, and I I love to watch you struggle. But could you kind of move a little faster? <laughs> In a box. <laughs> I have I have Maxwell trying to shut a window right now, and if you've ever seen oh struggle, God, he's, he's having some trouble. I'm watching this as it's happening. No, like, he got it. No he got spring. it, everybody. That was okay. one of the saddest things I've ever seen there in my life. There are no springs in that, like so it just was falling, and I was not. Prepared. You're like a limp fish. Can I tell you real quick? We do have a guest today, and we're gonna, we're gonna bring her on here in two seconds. But I want to talk about something real quick because Maxwell has asked me why. I haven't switched my Instagram to business. Oh my God, you're really gonna bring Oh, we're this talking up? about this because I'm a little irritated. <laughs> Which is so funny because I just asked him a simple question, you guys, and he has been worked up about it for like 20 minutes now. No, because listen, this is what- Tell, this is, this tell the listeners. Shut your mouth. This is what, this is the perk that he told me was why I should do this, was because you can, you can have an option to slide up, which I guess takes you to a, a different web page. Because apparently millennials are so lazy that they can't even hit X out of a certain thing and hit like, I'm like, the link to my website is in my profile. Apparently, that's too much work for a millennial. I mean, there are more than just millennials on Instagram. One, two, <laughs> they have millions and millions of dollars of people that invest in this app to make features easier for people. So I just don't know why you would utilize a free feature on an app because it doesn't expand seem, your it brand. doesn't seem worth it enough. I, I think a that free feature doesn't seem worth it to you. The fact that they just to slide up. That's not an issue. That's that's not like a perk for me. I, are you a business loose? I feel like that's that's just technology is like we're going to take all of these simple things and simplify them, making them far more like uselessly difficult. Well, we should ask like, our guest what she thinks of this. We this should. should be a good we question because she is a star. We Great should because, because let's not forget about that Disney show where they're all just floating around in carts. What movie was that? It was like Zena a and the Girl of the Twenty First. It was a Pixar movie recently. Oh, Wall E. Like, Wall E. And all I the humans were just floating around in like floaty carts because they couldn't do anything on their own. That's where yeah. we're headed. I love Wall E yep. though. Out there. If you start to swipe up, you're gonna be floating in a cart. My favorite movie, I swear. Oh my. 
my God. I, I saw can't it like with six you. times in the theaters. I, I went to the drive in and saw it. Listen, listen. I've, I've, <laughs> I'm really tired of rolling my eyes. So just calm down a second, all right? And let me bring on our fabulous guest this week. Everybody, I am surprised that I have not gotten her yet. I don't know what the holdup was, but we finally got Miss Jiggly Caliente on the show. Give it up for Jiggly. Hi, Jiggly. Hi. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to the Tony Soto Show, Jiggly. Thank you for having me. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race alum. She survived, and she is out and about. And you're in L.A. currently, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, what are you doing out here, girl? Can you talk about it? I just, yeah, I just finished shooting my third video for my album, Thought Process. So, August Body with Ginger Minj and Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh, that's my jam, yes. girl. No, we that, love that one. That's the bop. That like, I, I, bought the, I bought the album so I could listen to it all, mm-hmm. and that was the bop. I was like, ooh, I can't wait. I'm hoping this is a video. Yeah. So that's going to be coming out soon? Yeah. That's so hopefully exciting. by DragCon, hopefully. We'll see. Okay, so and we did a lot, so hopefully it comes out really soon. Well, let's talk about thought process. You know, I'm uh I I'm very critical of you, Rue Girls, uh, and your album cutting. You know, I, I'm just like I, I'm like not everyone needs to be uh, musically inclined or or (laughs) attempt it but I listened to thought process and I'm into it queen what 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 brought this up what was your thought process also like I I didn't come out with an album right after my season I was just like it took me a while I didn't really want to do an album either because I was like I don't want to be that girl that's right so I was like let me see and like everything was that was coming out from was like everybody was like offering me stuff was like all like dancey kind of like pop stuff and i'm like that's not really my gig it's not my vibe or my flow so it took a while and then um my management and me decided you know why don't i just do a a full-on hip-hop album where i'm just trying like you know doing hip-hop instead of pop and dance music i'm not gonna be the girl that sings about you know like my pumps, my nails, and all that, and like, yes, I just can't, queen. it's not yes. me. Well, see, and that that's the thing too, and I think that that's why I was so, it was easier for me to embrace this, because you didn't do it right out the gate. You did wait. Now, has rap music always been like your zhuzh? Yes, I mean, I'm a New York girl through and through, so, you know, hip hop has always been in my, my system. So, like Biggie Smalls, Missy Elliott, Little Kim, you know, these are like my inspiration. So Jay Z, yeah, that's the kind of Nas, all that stuff, like Salt Pepper, everything, MC Light, all that stuff has like been in my playlist for so long. Well, you know, I was just telling <laughs> Maxwell this uh, before we started because I love um, all that body. Is that what it's called? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a stoner. All so this body. All this body. I was like, there's like, a, it gives me a '90s vibe. Like my spit flow is very much '90s, like MC Light, Salt and Pepper. That's the vibe. Yes. I, I'm I like. Yeah, girl, you took me back. You took me back to my youth. I was like, oh shit, I can get behind this. This is like some. Well, I mean, I'm not a young, like I'm not a spring chicken. So for me, it's like that's where my like the best music for me was was in the '90s. So yeah, girl. Like, that's where... Are you are you one of those girls who don't tell your age, or will you tell us? 
No, I'm 37 years old. I'm okay with it. You're okay, 37. Yeah. Like, this is why I always say, I don't mind saying my age because guess what? I'm Asian. Asian, no raising. I'm good. Yes. <laughs> and can we just say, you are looking sickening. Yes. You look you gorgeous. Look so You're a model. <laughs> I stoned these tights no, <laughs> <laughs> Um let's talk about uh let's talk about your experience on drag race because you've been out of it for a minute like your season uh, what what you were season uh four. So uh so a lot of shit has happened since season four. Are you glad yeah. that you got it out of the way? Or would you rather have been one of these later seasons sans season seven? <laughs> I'm glad I got it out the way because I think our challenges were a lot like these challenges now are like so like act driven like everything is like more like what's in the now and trendy yeah instead of what we were doing back then which is like actual challenges yeah so um and plus like I I though I would like to have I probably would have had more fun doing the Empire Challenge that they did right being extra because like... I love the show and I was like god damn it that's my game. Yeah. So are there are, so are there other but challenges you know, that you that you're jealous that you wish that you would have been able to do? Um. The the bitch perfect. I see that. Yeah, like, that is like kind of like that's the stuff I like doing though. Like um, you know, I, I don't mean, mind having fun writing a rap or some verses for uh, RuPaul's. Oh my God! That's what Bob posted something about like all the girls that should come up with a verse for Kitty Girl, and I'm like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> um, I so let, let let's talk about um uh, after your experience on Drag Race, um, what was it like for you? Because you know we have a new season coming on. We have some season ten girls coming in, um. What would be some advice that you would maybe give to the season t uh, 10 girls post their season? Do not drink the Kool-Aid. Okay. I don't care what anybody says about you, like how amazing you are or how horrible you are. Do not drink the Kool-Aid because it'll, it can mess with you. So the only people that know the truth about you is you and your immediate circle and your friends and family. So for you to believe in your hype and drink that like that mess uh-huh it could take the the human the human out of you and you'll become one of these monsters and i don't think the girl should do that like i think you should think think about who the girl that they put on this show right you know, they put you on for a reason stay that way stay humble stay sweet stay Stay the way you are. You know, that's actually an interesting point that I don't think that we ever uh, really talk about is, I mean, we talk so much about the strong edit and how obviously the producers of the show have an idea of how they're going to mold you throughout the game. It's like people don't think about that. I don't think queens do think about that. I don't think that because like, uh, you know, like let, let's uh, all the queens who are auditioning for the for the new season. You know, it's like they put <laughs> their true selves in their video, but then as soon as they get on the show, they're like, "I want to be new money, bitch." You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, and like you know, like I get that. We all like the fame and the the money that we're getting from Drag Race, the benefits, the platforms, all that. It's great. It's amazing. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like downplay that right but i'm saying was like 
you know, remember the girl that was working for 50 to $100 for a gig. Yes, You know girl. what I mean? Remember, you were that bitch. Yes, Remember girl. that you were the girl that was just doing this for fun, and now you're just getting really paid for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of girls forget that, you know, like, remember where you come from is basically what I'm saying. It's like, you don't, as fast as this comes is as fast as it can go away. There's a hundred and... <laughs> 40 of us now yeah you guys are like and so like there's a lot of us that are still working that have been from the like early seasons yeah and there's a reason for that it's not because we you know we were the most sickening or whatever i didn't even make it all the way to the fucking end yeah and this is six years post my season. I'm still fucking working. Yeah, girl. Yeah. So you just, you got to know how to play this, um, this game because it's not, it's not for the week. That's for one. Two, it's also like, you got to know who you are truly. Yeah. And, and when you start losing yourself and you start acting up, that's where people will be like, mm, fuck her. We don't want to deal with her. We don't want to, we don't want to book her. We don't want to look at her Instagram or all that stuff. Right. And yeah, all, and not all, just what you bring on stage, but what you bring backstage also. Right. And also, mm -hmm. I think that we also have to think about it that as 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 long as drag has been around, because drag has been a commercialized product for many years. I mean, Ro, uh, uh, RuPaul had a talk show in the 90s on VH1. That was progressive then. It's not like drag is something new, but it isn't. it hasn't been this hot of a burning trend. And yeah. we also have to think about it. There might be an expiration date on uh, drag as well. You never know. So it's like you have to be thinking. Well, taking America's next top model. Absolutely. That is all I'm saying. Absolutely. Because the thing is, is I was just having this conversation with some friends. And they're like, you know what? Look, <laughs> we always love watching America's next top model when it's on. But God, we're not going to remember those girls after it's all said and done. So it's yeah. like it's like you can't lose yourself. And you also have to see how you can use drag to build you onto the next level of your career. Uh, like yeah. like making an album like Thought Process, which is available on iTunes, on right? ITunes. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, guys, I'm in my feelings. I'm in my feelings. Um, and we're gonna talk yes. about All Stars 3. So uh, we'll be right back. Uh, RuPaul's DragCon. The most magical time of the year. Fluorescent lighting, poor cell phone reception, and all your favorite drag superstars. If you want to look your best while waiting in line for hours to see Trixie and Shea Coulee, get yourself some nails by Mossy Makeup. Put in your order for DragCon by April 15th and come visit her at the Tony Soto Show booth this May. Catch her on Instagram at Mossy.Makeup. All right, we are back with Miss Jiggly Caliente. Um, and we were discussing, and, and you know what? I think we've gotten some of the most sound advice from Jiggly in the short time that she's been on this show in like all the years that we've been doing this damn show. <laughs> it's like, Lucy, can you remember the at any point where we've heard a drag queen say, don't lose yourself? I don't think that we've ever. No. I don't. No. I, I don't because it's like because you know they're all spending money. <laughs> they're like, yeah, no. with their Gucci we just had, slides. Like the season season nine top on here, and it, 
didn't get advice like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. We, we just had all the uh, the top three of season nine, and there wasn't a lot of uh, don't forget yourself. Um, mm -hmm. But they all looked flawlessly young, didn't they? They all. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Rosenberg. I was still uh, just as equally inspired, though. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. It was it was a great show. Um, but let's talk about a not so great show. <laughs> and uh, that would be All Stars 3. RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 3. <laughs> you know, I just have to. I just have to say that for all of you future drag queens trying to get on RuPaul's Drag Race, rest assured. It's no longer about the competition, so feel free to just play for safe. If you remember, and I believe it was even as as long ago as season four when they're like, don't play for safe, right? Right, Jiggly? You don't play for safe, mm -hmm. you play to win, right? Well, that don't, yes. matter. That don't matter anymore. Um, um, say it ain't so, Tony. Let's start at the beginning. Morgan is out again and no one cares. Oh, don't say that. Uh, oh, well, okay, all right. Maybe some people care. I, I here's my here's my thing. Morgan went home again and Jiggly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have one that cares, Morgan. There you go. Jiggly cares. Um <laughs> but here's the thing. My I only say that because it would have been better TV and it would have been a harder elimination challenge had Bendela done the right thing and brought Aja back because that she was the one who was still in the competition. Yeah. She went home because she kind of had to, Shangela wasn't going to go home. You know what I mean? So like yeah. it, it was just one of those fucked up situations that she had to go home and but Ben was in her feelings and Ben was attacked by Morgan, so Ben is going to let her back in and what can you do? What can you do? Um Let's see, uh, where are we at? Let's just go right into the maxi challenge. The maxi challenge um, was writing, singing, dancing in a production number uh, where they mm -hmm. have to write solo lyrics to Kitty Girl. They have to write their own verse. And yeah. then they have to do choreo with Todrick Hall. And mm -hmm. then, um, and then uh, oh, and then the losers are back. Let's unpack that, shall we? <laughs> yes. How many times are you gonna bring those losers back in one season? Um, how much? How much ground are we giving? How much power are we giving these girls? Jiggly, I think they're only brought back because they're all still in the hotel. It's not like they went home, <laughs> so they got nowhere else to go. So I'm like, like, what the fuck are we gonna do with these bitches? What are you gonna do? Rot in the hotel room for like another month and a half? So you know. Like, poor Morgan must have been in that hotel, like, losing her mind, because you can't go out. Yeah, no, you're stuck. I mean, thanks, thanks to my season, we kind of made Drag Race prison for them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I mean, like, I always call Drag Race a glorified prison. Yeah. Because we have yard time. Yeah. And we can't leave our rooms. It's like, it is crazy. Well, you could tell. But like, you could tell that Morgan was pent up and hadn't said something in a while because when she got back, she went right in with Ben. She was yeah. just, she's like, it's ah. like she yeah, got that's room, just Morgan. You know, that, and I like, don't think that had anything to do with it. That's just Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> she's sitting there writing on the walls every day. Check like, marking what it. she's going to say. <laughs> like, be writing her lipstick over and over and over. Um, but, oh every, my God. but everybody's uh, mad because they, they find out right out that they get to choose a top two. Like, what? This is, 
And, and you know, Shantra... I knew that was going to be messy right from jump. I was like, you know, these girls, half of these girls have been eliminated by one Shangela. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like how, like... And Trixie never no... sent anyone home. Trixie never sent anyone, anyone home. home. So she didn't have that stigma because she couldn't yeah, win Yeah, but Trixie sync. didn't get a chance to send anybody home because she didn't win until the last two episodes. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, um, but, but Shangela was crushing it and she had to play the game. And then there's a bunch of bitter bitches behind her being like, um. And truth be told, the only reason why Trixie even made it that far is because Ben said, I'm going home. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I, to me, honestly, for me, Ben doing what she did was more like um, like in those movies where the boyfriend was like, if I can't have you, nobody will. <laughs> so I was like, well, if I can't have this crown, no one's going to get it. Well, I think, you know, like, yeah. And I think that Ben also kind of realized, and I don't know, maybe this is maybe just me like diving too deep into it, but I, I think that Shangela would have beat Ben. I think had Ben, I think had Ben stayed. I think that Shan, because the thing is, Shangela won more lip syncs uh, than yeah. Ben did, because Ben's not a strong lip syncer. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel- Shangela also came to All Stars with a vengeance. She made sure that for every little thing there was that was going to go on, she made sure it was a moment for her. Right. Yeah, she and was she really did, smart. She didn't skip a beat. So I mean, fifth yeah, time's I think, a charm. Honestly, Shangela should have won. Absolutely, fifth time was supposed to be a charm, right? Um, uh, <laughs> it was look, only the fourth time. Look, I rooted. Look, I was such, and and I'm I'm kind of glad that Rachel isn't on today because I feel like she'd be really rubbing this in my fucking face right now. But she did everything right. You know what I mean? She did everything right, but she got Shea Kool Aid, and so uh, that's just kind of bogus. She did get Shea Kool Aid. Yeah, oh she got Kool Aid. Uh, let's move to the rehearsal process because sure, this was funny. This is exactly. I mean, this is where you know that baby just it should just stand there and uh, move her arms, and that's basically all she did. Um, I love how it started because. Uh, Trixie had a little sh- a bromance, a showmance. She fell in love with one of the one of the. I almost, almost said strippers, but I'm sure they're legit dancers. I'm sure they are not just go go boys <laughs> that they picked up at Fubar. I'm sure that they are actually legit dancers. But I thought that was cute. You know, you probably get all pent up and horny, like, and then they throw those sexy men at you that you have to get rubbed on and whatnot. Like, pit, how much did you love the pit crew, Jiggly? Oh my God! Well, I had like I had a crush on Sean because he was just like so like manly. Sean Morales. You know, like when we were filming, I was in there for like a month and a half already. I was like literally like what? I was like I haven't had I didn't have sex for like a month. A month and a half, no sex. That's like I wanted to slit my wrist. I was like I can't anymore. Like I'm glad. The first thing I did when I got home was have sex with a guy. I was like I. I I didn't know him. I didn't care. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I was like willing to suck a guy off at the airport. That's how bad it was. I was like, I'm done. I can't. There was nothing but gay guys around me. And I was like, I, and drag queens. I was like, <laughs> It's like, I, I kind of forgot what dick tastes like. Um, uh, <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> but it's like riding a bike, right, Jiggly? Um, of course. But yeah, I, I just thought that was super cute because that does put in perspective. It's like, I literally hang out with these drag queens and then I have to go to my hotel room 
and then now we have to rehearse and I have to be holding on to this big strong man like that would get me going um <laughs> Uh, but I'm sure they have spank bank because I heard about rumors about last season, yeah, season about a certain DVD player being passed around. Yeah, season nine. That's what I mean. It's like prison. Yeah. Like we can't even have sex. Like Jesus, like you're gonna scrutinize it because we want to beat off Christ. Yeah, it was it was it was a contraband actually. Uh, they were passing around one Latin themed pornography video uh, that I believe was mentioned that Valentina snuck in. So uh-huh. yeah, and they all just passed it around and took their turns. I would charge it to my hotel room. I'd just get it on the TV and be like, I don't care, put my credit card on it. Uh, I don't think they turn us in those kind of hotels anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love, okay, so let's just get right into BB because I don't know why she's still here. Oh, um, I'm so mad about that. I don't know why she would even be top four of anything. There were, go ahead, Lucy. Well, and like just even the part where she like lied in her interview saying everyone decided she shouldn't show her lipstick. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, coming up. We were going to talk about that. We could talk about it now. As sorry. Perfect sorry, Lucy. Yeah, sorry. You're not sorry. Quit apologizing because you don't ever stop doing it. So it's not you're not sorry. Just be like, hey, I like to fuck up your timeline. It's fine. Um, but you're right because that is it, it, I just loved when um, she's like her, she quoted oh I was just trying to block it where girl where were you trying to block it in your head because no that's not where you're you're not storing the information up there girl like <laughs> use your feet use your the... I mean like she I don't I don't blame her because you're if you're trying to win the the votes of your eliminated sisters you're gonna make it seem like this is not your call this was other people she was deflecting and i get it but like girl girl she couldn't get her legs up like the thing is is like here's the here's what we learned real quickly bb ain't got no tr- she got trust issues because she a big bitch she's tall and the thing is is she didn't have trust in this little skinny dancer to be able to pick her up and bring her legs up so that's her that's her shit in her defense neither would i because i'm like i am 230 pounds i'm like no 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 you are not trying to lift me i was i would have looked at todd i was like you have lost your young queer life bitch no (laughs) you have me 50 shades of fuck up i am not doing that <laughs> all that body um, <laughs> i was like all this body be lifted but that little body no thank you well i mean the thing is is like i feel like some dancers are like ants they can literally lift so they can lift a lot of weight but it was just you could tell it was a trust thing you could tell she didn't want yeah. to, you could tell she didn't want to do it you could tell that she didn't think this guy could have handled his job which i guess i get um uh we learn about the gag let's talk about the fucking no cut one take challenge lucy did mm-hmm. this gag you because i loved it um, I, did too. I think you know i think kennedy and Shangela were amazing amazing i mean the idea of it just the idea of it in general because like this is the big this is the biggest thing that they've that style of music video like Like, it's yeah janet jackson michael jackson when they used to do like the one take videos those were everything that that says a lot about an artist Mm -hmm. because if you can go full on without skipping a beat bitch because that's a that that's a production like that Mm -hmm. 
uh, when when RuPaul came out, she's like, it took the entire cast and crew to put this on. And, and, and honestly, I'm going to be real with you. The moment that they were like, one take, no stops, I'm like, Bibi and Trixie are going to fuck it up. I thought immediately. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't put <laughs> up, but like, I wasn't impressed that she turned her back to the camera for such a long time. Uh, I, I mean, I, I just thought like initially before I knew what anyone was doing, I was like, I was like, uh, I have no concern for Shangela and I have no concern for Kennedy, but I do have a lot of concern for the other two because I was under the impression there'd be choreography, but we'll get to that. We'll get to the fact that there was uh, little to know for that. Um, let's go. I couldn't believe Sandra. they actually had women. What's up? I couldn't for, believe they actually had women. There was only certain choreography for certain girls, and there was a lot of choreography for the specific two girls. That's what I'm which saying. Which I thought was like, mm, Shady. Are you playing to... It's shady, but at the same time, it's like, yes, you're playing to their strengths, uh -huh. but if you're going to do it that way, keep it fair and make the other two do the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Lucy, what were you going to say? this is the finale. Right. Truth. Truth. Uh, I was very um, surprised to see at women on the show. You know, besides Michelle Visage and an occasional like oh, guest like, celebrity, like, like it was dancers? like, oh my god, are those are those women as backup dancers? <laughs> they allow women, to, you know, to perform on the show. Um, <laughs> I knew that was gonna go. I knew that was gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> let's go to performance day, everybody, because they start chatting about um, whether or not they thought they would be in top four or not. Um, I just don't. I just. I, I gotta go back to BB. That kind of uh, Maxwell. Yes. You're a confident idiot for no good reason. Yes. I think that BB's also a confident idiot for no good reason. Do you think that <laughs> should BB have been as confident as she was about being in top four? Or did she get lucky, in your opinion? Um, I mean I would I mean, I don't even know how I feel about her, like the whole situation. I mean, I guess she did get lucky. I really thought she was the mole the whole time. And she... then I was just like dot 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 wait, what? This is the this is the thing. When they were all wondering what those, uh, what the losers were all there for, she said to back up dance. That's how she does not, she's never seen the show. That was pretty fierce, though. She's never watched a single episode past season one. No, that was pretty fierce. I liked that. <laughs> what? And she was like, they're here to back up Dan. <laughs> I, I honestly, like, like for me, I live when she said that because I was like, she is that much of a diva. Oh, yeah. She, she was like, the peasants are here. Do the thing. I was like, oh, yeah. these are. Absolutely. And so it was just one of those moments that I was like, okay, this is an eye roll moment. You're being uh, super fucking egotistical right now. And you don't belong in top four. It was iconic. She truly thought she was Nicole Scherzinger. She said, this yes. is, I, I am Nicole and these are the Pussycat Dolls. Okay? Yes. I was like... Oh, my God. She was, she was serving me all the Nicole realness, really. All right. Well, let's get into it. You know, it says a lot. that I, I, I can admire a woman that is so confident. You're right. That, you know, like, I was just like, okay. You can admire her. She's it. like, what I'm not mean, bothered. I'm one of you. But, but the thing is. She, she was so unbothered. I was like, God damn. But the thing is, is like what Shangela brought up. She's like, yes, of course, that's a strength. But that is also a weakness. If you're mm -hmm. convinced that you have no flaws then you're going to look the way you did in a very iconic number that uh that you know um you could have been a lot better in 
Um, let's get to the performance, shall we? Um, mm-hmm. uh, let's just let's just talk about it, guys. What do we think? Shangela's amazing. I have a problem with the fact that they use the two strongest right out the gate. Like, I get it. Open with Kennedy, great choice. She's fucking amazing. But let's put in one of the slow ones then next and then give us some Shangela in the middle so we're all back with it. And then we can slow it down again at the end. Like, why did you put Kennedy and Shangela back to back? No? It might have just been the layout of the site. Like, it could have been a technical reason. It could have been like, well, because we're doing a lot of dance stuff with you and you, and we're bringing this sort of line of perspective through (coughs) that might have been the bigger areas where they could have done those things. And then the spaces got smaller and smaller. Like, it could have been a technical thing. Okay, that's fair. That's legitical. I never thought about that. Is legitical a word? No, and so don't. Legitimate. That's the word, right? Jiggly, what do you think? Do you you think that the, the order was right? I mean, to me, I get the order. I don't, I maybe they don't have a choice in the order because sometimes when we do things like that, you pick the order. Yeah. Of how it goes. So if Kennedy and Shangela by chance pick one and two, like that's just the luck of the draw sometimes. Like that's what usually the challenge is you pick your. Like they they draw your um who goes when I got it's you. a lottery. Roxy Andrews so, went last last season too. Kind of like when we did um what was it? That it wasn't it wasn't announced how we went, but like the Jesus, I'm trying to remember which one this was. Which challenge we did the the stripper thing when we had to go to um do the the, the mini challenge that we were like um wet t-shirt contest. Right. We had to draw um numbers of who goes when okay but then they decide how it airs i see because that wasn't the numbers the way we the way we picked the numbers wasn't how it was shown on tv i got Hmm. you well this was done in one take yeah so yeah this is this is one take so i mean obviously there there was a plan for this but you brought up a good point you said that max uh rocks maxi roxy andrews was the last verse in riji rochu and i will tell you that i've uh i bought that song and i never listened to it i always stop it after katya's verse i'm like y'all are so shady <laughs> i'm like well that was good and then i turn her right off you know <laughs> i mean maybe there's just a reason for that maybe uh maybe itunes count um if you play it over a certain amount then the count like the play count is there or the stream count is there so people skip the last part during the reach wrote you um roxy did it um what do you call this Detoxing them, there was a little bit of a uh, gimmick for each every, for each and every girl. Uh-huh. Roxy had the production team with the fucking fans, where she had the Beyonce moment because they know that Roxy wears human hair wigs, so they were gonna put like this these fans around her that was just blowing her hair uh-huh. and give her that Beyonce moment. So I mean, like like the drag. I'm not gonna say the drivers screws the girls but like they try to help you out and make sure that you look in the best light possible they could have done better so, with her they could have done better by her then because <laughs> i mean i thought the fans was pretty fierce with her hair yeah no but the verse you can't get past the verse listen you can well, make anything as showy it. as you want but what it comes down to is the substance of the challenge and i'm sorry she did not have it 
Um, I think her, her lyrics were cute, but it's just, I wish they would have just auto-tuned her. Like, come on, girl. <laughs> Y'all can afford the auto-tune, like World of Wonder. Yeah, we hear Rue's songs. We know we know you have it. We know, Damn! We know it's an option, you know what I mean? Um, uh, let's see. I, I just feel like, okay. I just think you put the two strong ones and then all of a sudden you have baby do whatever she was doing. I think she was taking a nap. Was that what she was doing? Was she pulling? Absolutely. Okay. If you guys like, I have a little theory with that. I think that BB's verse in Kitty Girl is basically her verse in Cover Girl Part Two. It's her verse in everything. <laughs> it's. I'm surprised there wasn't a ratatatatatata in it. Like I'm, you know, I everything is face 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 because that was her fucking verse in season Eating one. Face. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, I gotta give her. She's at least knows her brand. She's like, she, this is her thing. This is like that is her gimmick. It's face 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 beauty face. You can't take. I mean, I I don't blame her. <laughs> Fuck it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Listen, listen. Chickley said it. Don't don't lose yourself. BB ain't never lost herself. She's been the same queen since season one. Everybody. I just don't get why she was sitting. Like she literally had to do nothing. Yeah. I, and like, like I. She, why was she there? Well, listen. She did. She did push the wig out of her face a long time, so her arms moved. Um, but you know, the same thing was with fucking Trixie. It's like, although she did do more movement, it was like, you are giving two of the fucking black excellence queens of this season the hardest choreo to at the very beginning, and then you're gonna just fucking, like, switch it. Let the two slow ones go first and let Kennedy and Shangela end it. It just, it seemed like an utter underutilization of those two powerhouses, in my opinion, for something as iconic as this performance was. Um, I just have to say one quick thing. Uh, uh, Michelle Visage, from now on, your performance notes should be a little more thought out and planned because you had so little to do and you were so stiff girl you were stiff you 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 didn't have your counts right because your arms went up too soon you pointed to the wrong place queen i'm sorry i can't get behind it and if no one does anyone disagree with me <laughs> i didn't notice what i watched okay. it seven times wait, wait, oh wait, no y'all can't do michelle dirty like that wait i have worked with michelle for chris with christmas queens and battle of the seasons michelle can do choreography but like it takes a second not everybody catches on like that and you and with drag race you only have days you don't have weeks to prepare for things so like all right. And Michelle Wait, never said she was a dancer, so y'all can't. <laughs> weeks to prepare for what, though? Did she really like do that. anything Jiggly. that extreme? Jiggly. She's a woman of a certain age. Y'all can't expect Jiggly. her to be getting low no counts like that. Jiggly. She stood up and she put her arms out. How yeah. difficult is standing up and putting your arms out, Jiggly? She did it with two other people. Like I said, I have worked with these girls at Christmas Queens and Bound the Season. <laughs> Trust me, sometimes walking <laughs> choreography is a lot for these bitches, okay? <laughs> I'm like, bitch, you can't get from A to B. What the fuck? <laughs> and we're uh, literally sitting at rehearsals like... Oh, my God. Oh, it's so funny. I'm sure it's rough. I'm sure it's rough. Uh, let's talk about the runway. Best drag, eleganza, extravaganza. Anyone stand out to you all? 
Um, why did it? Trixie and Shangela. Yeah. yeah. Shangela was a fucking goddess. Like that mm-hmm. dress, the cut, the silhouette. She of looked it. like Black Cinderella. That <laughs> hair, those pockets. Those pockets yes. were everything. I love a pocket. What were you saying, Maxwell? Why did Kennedy wear the same dress? It wasn't the same dress. It was a rainbow dress, but it wasn't the same dress. And I feel like Trixie was a little shady with her critiques about it. I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then, she, like, what do you call this? Kennedy's explanation is it's pride. I got It's you. rainbow. It's pride. She's proud of what she's done. She's, right. I get it. You know, like, but also the you don't have a lot of time to get ready for drag race yeah or all stars and you know sometimes you have a month two weeks even sometimes you get a month yeah sometimes you get seven days right right and so you got to get the move on yeah so if it depends on how much and then for all stars it's difficult because the girls are touring right oh sure absolutely all these girls are, are working you know, like, I remember last year, me and Fifi were in Guam, and she was trying to figure out what the fuck to do to bring to All-Stars. Like, she was literally rhinestoning things while we were at another gig because she had she had to prepare for All-Stars. That's crazy. That's nuts. Uh, let's talk about the loser's critique, shall we? Um... Them hoes were shady. I want to know, Jiggly. Jiggly, I want to know your thoughts on uh, BB not showing the lipsticks. What do you think about that? I mean, I get the whole not trying to do the morale thing, whatever. But at the same time, it's like, girl, it's like, this is something that you guys have all done. Why can't you just do it and be a team player and just show that, show who it is? I get you don't want to ruffle feathers, but at this point in the game, girl, there's only like you're gonna just show it. You're gonna ruffle feathers. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you're gonna ruffle feathers even more, not showing the the. That's when it, the lipstick, and that's why it pissed me off because uh, she was the first one to ask Trixie who she was gonna vote off at the beginning of this episode. She was like, uh, oh, wait, 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 hold on. That may be just um, production that does that dirty because sometimes they tell us, um, you go ask her this. <laughs> I will tell you now, Sharon did not know that I was talking about two drag queens fucking was disgusting. She wasn't even there. Oh. So somebody told Sharon about it. Oh. And I was like, y'all bitches are shady because that bitch wasn't even in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be like production could have just been like, hey, BB, go ask Trixie this question. It, that could have been as simple as that. Okay, well, you and think. And at the same time. Well, you think the queens were shady. Tell me why. Because I think that it wasn't shady to ask that fucking girl to tell us who she picked. Although that I think is, sh- is not shady, but I think the whole voting, the top two was super shady. Oh, oh, oh yes. We, I want to get to that immediately, but let's, but let's talk uh, real quick because uh, BB did lie, Lucy. You brought it up <laughs> earlier and she fucking lied. She said- I'm still right. She said, yeah, it didn't change. She said, oh, well, I, I discussed with the girls and I asked if it was okay. And they all agreed, yes. Did you forget Morgan was there, BB? BB, BB, are you there, bitch? Are you, Ornacia? <laughs> Wake up, girl. <laughs> that is called covering your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that does not make, 
That does not make it right, Jiggly. That does not make it I'm right. I'm not saying it's right, but that is called covering your ass. But guess what? They didn't tell me. Uh, well, you know what? We can let's talk about um, the way they voted because you know I've not been a big, big defender of Thorgy, but I can't but defend Thorgy now because she is the only one who chose Shangela. Yeah, that's so messed up. What kind of shady, Lucy? Lucy, what kind of shady shit? is this that she gets one vote it just makes it not feel like a like a real all-stars challenge you know yeah like i feel like if you're gonna make it all-stars then it's got to be unbiased judges and this is not an unbiased situation it's got to be rupaul's choice and the producers yeah. but it's got to be rupaul's choice like it's got to be yeah. that it's got to be that it's got to be what it is like the the idea Maybe all the girls were just moved by her Kennedy's speech. It was pretty good. Okay, a speech that's basically. But it should have been Shangela and Kennedy. Uh, uh, well, no, it should have been Trixie and fucking Shangela, and Shangela should have taken it, in my opinion. I mean, let's let let's. No, it should have really been Bendela and Shangela at the end. Well, true, yeah. uh, true. But but true. now but now let's look at it this way: we wouldn't have had that outcome still, I don't think, because of the petty loser bitches who all was like 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 suddenly. You know that everyone wanted Trixie from the beginning. Like, that was painfully obvious from the very beginning. Like, like when she came in and got her Inquisition time, they were loving her. You know what I mean? They asked Bibi, what can you uh, uh, tell, show us the lipsticks? They tell fucking Kennedy, they're like, what can you bring as an old bitch to a new thing? And, you know, it's like, and, and they're like, oh, hey, Trixie. Hi. Hi, Trixie. How are you? Oh, you're so pretty. Oh my goodness. You didn't send any of us home because you didn't win any of the challenges. <laughs> yeah. So we like you. So you're going to, you can, we're going to let you wear boots all the time. It's fine. It's fine. Heels are out. It's fine. Um, and I love that. Actually, I had an issue with because people were talking so much shit about Kennedy being barefoot, barefoot. but Trixie was in flats. Wearing galoshes, girl. Like, it's like, bitch. I'm a girl. It's... Yeah. Like, and the thing is, it's like, Kennedy took those shoes off so she could actually do something that was stunning and beautiful and got an emotional reaction out of me because I was moved by her performance. Why did they do and that And Trixie song? took off her jacket. That, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird, but like they, cause Kennedy did a full on lyrical for the song and you, when any dancer should know and any people that watch like dancing shows like so you think you can dance when they do lyricals you're barefoot yeah yeah absolutely because you have to point your toe a certain your feet a certain way and you can't do that in shoes i don't care what anybody these people say and i, I think the fans aren't as informed because clearly they don't know any better i kind of said the same or, thing about uh you know? i kind of said the same thing about chi chi's uh character shoes when she was doing yeah. the baton thing i'm like i'm like that's a lot of tumbling twists and turns that you know though we've seen we saw her do it on her season it's like you still don't want a chance breaking your ankle like it's like yeah let me put on yeah. well, I mean, apparently it works on drag race because if you break a leg you come back next season <laughs> wow. listen that girl fucking did three more challenges with her kneecap behind her knee it wasn't even where it needed to be that is some that's a badass bitch i don't care i'm just saying though like you can't like 
you know, it's it's unfair to say that, like, where you girls get, like, that's backflipping in a heel. It's not safe. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's not safe. No. There is no, we don't get insurance. There's no drag, um, <laughs> what do you call it? Like union, where we can be uh-huh. like, hey, I got hurt. Can you help me out? This doesn't work that way. Blue All you got is listening. Obamacare at this point. Every time, every time I see a death drop, I'm like, oh, my God, your knees. Oh my god, in like five years, you're gonna Jansela broke her leg doing a fucking death drop. Yeah, and I wasn't it a compound fracture? Like didn't bone come out she or she broke both of them. Ah! <laughs> Ew, you I'm retiring. I'm done. Like, I'm officially the only reason that her leg, like her bone didn't pop out of her fucking skin is because of her pantyhose. Oh! Oh. 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 Wow. See, that's why she should be a fucking all-star, everybody. That's why. And did you yeah. see her face when she didn't? I mean, you could tell oh, she man, was crushed. She wanted it. You could tell that she wanted it. And, and and honestly, I think I saw surprise in Trixie's face when she was voted. Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. Because I don't. But and then and then, but Lucy, you think that Kennedy should have won against Trixie, like outside of the lip sync? Like I think that as far as winning and she did more branding and like just you know how like they both work hard this is not saying that this is someone who deserves because they work harder they both are hard workers right trixie has a brand trixie's been putting out albums trixie trixie's got that show with katya that whatever that is yes yes right right uh trixie is still relevant kennedy had her season and never got that no, you know, she did it. You're right. Like, People were even after her season, she didn't get that. And she's such an experienced queen and she is so sickening and she's done such a great job. I think that like I think this would have been what she needed to propel her and be seen in the in in the in the RuPaul, you know, world. Right. By the fans and everything. Like that whole thing when she talked about being an afterthought and not wanting to be that. I think that she's a, a queen that deserves to not be I that. I always talk about I was at the no, like that that part like hit so close to home. Sure. Yeah. When she said that, because that happens to a lot of queens, including myself, mm-hmm. where when we go to like the meet and greets and it's a group of us, you know, they announce us all this and a third, and then like everybody's lined up for Sharon, everybody's lined up for Alaska and Katya and Ginger and Fifi, and I'm just like, Oh, that's got it. I mean, look, I talk about, so, I, I talk about DragCon after um, season eight. Uh, uh, where she wait season ten, season seven, right? Was she season was was Kennedy yes. seven, seven, yes. right? Seven. So yeah. I was at DragCon after season seven, and the fact that she had no lines broke my heart because she was top fucking five. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was top yeah. fucking five. And the thing is, is she was one of those pageant queens, even in her season, that you're like, oh well, she's just too. She'll be all about beauty, and she won't want to be funny or look ridiculous. And that was not the case. She played the game, and that fucking irritated yeah. me. And um, mm-hmm. so Trixie won. Uh, it wasn't right. It shouldn't have happened. But uh, we're getting used to this now. I don't know what the algorithm is anymore to win this game. Um, apparently, uh, we have to wait until the end. But Jiggly, I want to ask this question before we go to break. Because um, there was a lot of talk about careers outside of Drag Race, which, okay, in my opinion, if that is going to be something that we're looking at, it's got to be a very small percentage of what we're looking at. 
with this because what you're doing outside has nothing to do with what's happening inside. Do you agree with that, Jiggly? Yeah. But I think it also plays into the fact where the popularity you have after Drag Race and because of Drag Race should play a part, will play a big role in it. Because let's face it, if the final, the, with, the, with the final two, Trixie and Kennedy, in the lip sync and in the challenge of that um, one take video, Kennedy stormed Trixie. But career wise, Trixie is in a better position. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. she has her TV show. She has all these fans. She has, um, she just has that bigger audience. Yeah. And also, let's not, let's not act like I'm going to uh, uh, not call you out, World of Wonder, and sing something very obvious here that we know Trixie Mattel has never left the World of Wonder family. We know that she has consistently made product for you and uh, how, like, uh, her Viceland show and, uh, originated with you all. And you know what? Shangela didn't. Shangela didn't rely on the World of Wonder brand after her career. She kind of went out and did her own shit, and she didn't do a lot of media through you. So don't think that I don't know that Trixie won because she's your cash cow. Like, that is why. Because she didn't win because she won. We all know that. Because Shangela should have won. So, <sighs> I feel better. Do we feel better? I mean, even last year, if you look at look at last year's um, All Stars, the top two was Katya and Alaska, who are big cash cows for World of Wonder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it, Detox should have been up there because of the, her fashion game. She was killing the girls yeah. in the fashion, like during the runways. Absolutely. You can't tell me that Detox was. Uh, like lesser than Alaska or Katya during the runway because that was her moment. Right, mm -hmm. you're she absolutely. She may have not been the best at the challenges, but she slayed that runway. Absolutely. And runway plays a part in in the point system if it comes to drag race. Well, if there was that, I don't think that exists anymore, Jiggly. I think it's uh, who makes them more money and who could be more money for them, which is great because I'm- Well then shit, I should be an all-stars because if fashion doesn't count anymore, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> God damn it, I don't have to make a goddamn outfit and it doesn't count anymore. Thank you, Elvin. please put me on all-stars. Would you do no. all-stars? Would you do all-stars? Yeah, would you no. do- You wouldn't. No? No. Um, what, would you not do all-stars? I, I, I don't need a higher therapy bill than I already have now. I'm cool. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, it is a lot of stress. Like, I will say, like, being on Drag Race, it was like, it's a fun competition, but it is so stressful. Yeah. Like, you know, like, maybe if you have a story that they kind of want to pick at or, or, like, or poke at. Yeah. And for me, like, my mom's... Um, me grieving was like a thing that was being poked at a lot. It was always asked. It was always, you know, how do you think your mom would feel about this? And I'm like, do you want me to pay attention to the competition and focus? Or do you want me to keep thinking about my grief? Yeah. Feelings where, you know, like who can focus with that on their mind? I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, well, listen, uh, listeners. I love you all so much because you always tune in and that's important for our survival. So even though World of Wonder is not giving us a break from this fucking show, 
We are bringing back <laughs> listener questions, everybody. Our listener questions segment is officially back. So going from now on, um, each uh, RuPaul wrap-up will only be 30 minutes long, and then uh, that is it because it's not gonna take up our whole fucking life anymore. We're done with it. So we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Do you want nails so long and bedazzled that you can't even text your friends back? Get some fully custom nails by Mossy Makeup. You'll work together to create the perfect set for your next photo shoot, live performance, or night out. Contact Mossy on Instagram at mossy.makeup. And we are back with the show, and it was exciting and interesting, and I feel like we've learned a lot from Jiggly Caliente. Thank you so much again. Um, These listener questions are back, and we do these every goddamn week. So if you would like to have us answer a question that you might have, just send them to the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, subject line, listener questions, and we will read them on the show maybe, perhaps. Um... And y'all really miss this. And I do I do have to say, I appreciate it when you all email me and tell me how to do my job. I love it. Um, here we Sometimes go. you forget. Yeah, exactly. Somebody email him and tell him to set up swipe ups on his Instagram story <laughs> then. Because I'm sure if it comes from anybody besides me, he'll think it's brilliant. Shut your fucking mouth. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. This is from Brian, everyone. And it says, love the show always, but your past couple of shows have been terrific. Your interview with season nine girls was iconic. The best I've heard from a, uh, wait. The best I've heard from a couple of queens. Congratulations. Also, your last episode discussing RuPaul's trans remarks was so great. Everyone had such thoughtful remarks. I agree that Ru was probably thinking technically of the rules of the show and not considering the people involved. But I think that just more evidence that he is out of touch and a little clueless with what's going on, even on his own show. Um, Jiggly. Was that a question? No, I think some people just send us uh, fucking like you know telling us we're like, doing a good job. No, I think compliment. They're just chiming in. Don't you want to? Don't you want to be told you're doing a good job, Lucy? Yeah, it's uh, a compliment, Lucy. Just say thank you. Just say thank you, Lucy. Like Jesus. I'm not. I'm not coming for it. This is not a call out. This is not shade. It was. It was me. Like, wait, was there a question in there? Let's do a. Be, be like BB and just say thank you and just don't say anything thank, else. Thank you. Let's do a millennial moment on thank you. Jiggly did not help me with this dress. That's <laughs> but let's talk about let's talk about this um, because obviously RuPaul uh, was in the news recently um, and said that she would not uh, cast trans girls who were in the process of transitioning on the show. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, for me, the basis of Drag Race is basically men dressing up as girls in the competition. I get where women and trans girls can be a wrench in the system, specifically maybe a drag king, because if it's um, gown eleganza, like, what is a drag king going to do? I have some really great suits. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like if it's a gown, it's two separate it's, fashions. It's completely different fashions, and comparing yeah. uh, men's fashion with women's fashion together just wouldn't make much sense to me either. I understand that. So, I mean, men's is terrible. I can get that, but then this is where I feel like this show should evolve, and you know, times are changing, so maybe they sh- they can, but 
it will be it could change the dynamic of the show yeah so i could understand that my only issue with that actual guardian article was like when she was like talking about transitioning as far as in like search like when peppermint got breast that's when she's transitioned right. that's not the case for everybody so i thought that was kind of like you know it was like a poor choice of words as far as in like what transitioning is so because there's some there are, there are a lot of trans women who don't go under the knife to feel like a woman and to feel that their their outsides match their inside right you know like so even so that's part i had the issue with but like as far as in the show you know like willem said it best her show her rules it's you know it's her show like See, so it's her... well i mean as as one of the members who will you know uh, under these certain circumstances, I'm not allowed to participate. I can absolutely respect that this is RuPaul's work, business, moneymaker, that she has a product that she's creating and she's staying on brand with her product. She knows what sells. If she doesn't feel like taking a chance on something or being, you know, Captain Save a Ho, that's not her, that's not her problem. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, RuPaul wants to do this the way she wants to do this, do it. Yeah. You know, it's yours. Yeah. I completely agree with that. I do I mean, think bummer. As a trans girl that's from the show, I, 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 that, that, that means I'm not going to be an All-Stars. So, you know, like that's, that's, what, that's what the article basically said to me. So I was like, well, okay. Is it, is it a trans girl who hasn't transitioned? See, but that's, but that's the thing too. Like, does the rule apply if um, they weren't necessarily it, transitioning during their season, but they've now uh, transitioned? Like, I, I, it, it's, it's just like I, RuPaul as iconic as he is and how much of a staple he is in our community cannot be <laughs> the end all be all to carry people to get higher booking fees. And I just think that, you know, I, I, I said this, that I feel like a lot of this has to do with the fact, cause we had peppermint on and she was saying that she didn't really notice RuPaul's drag race until about the sixth season when those girls started coming to Europe and coming for her gigs. So it's like, it's like everyone knows that no one wants to be making 50 bucks forever. You know what I mean? No one wants to have to be doing this forever. And it sucks to see so many people that you've been working probably longer than that are doing better than you. But it's like, I call the queer community to create new stuff and to make more things and bring out our trans role models to um, yeah. to, to lift up our trans brothers and sisters up to a different level too, you know. Uh, That's also why I worked so hard, like after my season two, like I knew I wasn't gonna be, like Drag Race was not gonna be my end all be all. And yeah. I was like, I was gonna use it as a platform or a jump off to do other things. Like I didn't rely on just, I relied on the name yeah. that, yeah, that it has helped me. But as far as in like work since Drag Race, I've, you know, I have held up my own resume. I, the first trans girl to be on stage at Yale University, I was able to be on shows like Playing House, um, Broad City. Broad I was on Broad City, City before RuPaul was. Broad City, girl, mm -hmm. I love that scene too. <laughs> so... You know what I mean? Like, I, for me, it's like, not 
I, I hate when people are like, oh, because you're not on Drag Race, you're not shit. I'm like, no, that's not true. It's not. There's like, so I, many good queens out there that just haven't that haven't won that lottery yet. Let's just all also remember that Drag Race is a lottery that people win. It's not like, and listen, you don't get on because you're the best of the best. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. You get on because you are a character that could have been designed and manipulated. So you were there for good television. It's not like the girls that get on these shows get on these shows because they are tops in the field. That's just not true. It's because, oh, well, we can make this person a villain. We can make this person a sap. We can make this person lovable. We can make this person funny. That's what it is. It's television. Yeah. All right, let's move on. But thank you for your a season of drag kings though that would be fun a season of drag kings would be great I that agree. would be cool yeah that would be, that would be like, really you know cool. i get how you couldn't have a mix of dragon like king and queen because of the challenges and stuff but you could do an all one i mean if rupaul wasn't so out of touch he would know that this was also untapped market that he could be making a fortune out of fucking expand his show like do do a complete uh, uh trans show do a complete drag king show like bring on uh professionals in their fields to host them you know what i mean like like give it the same layout but make them different things people will watch it they're doing um something in uh thailand right now aren't they with um yeah with uh, uh i mean it's the franchise but drag race has become a franchise because it's drag race thailand they even have it in chile the switch is also a drag race it's yeah oh the switch, know, the switch so... is with gia gun right is that what she what she yeah 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 switch uh and, and candy ho right in brazil yes. that's a brazilian thing or chile. something chile right right, chile. Right, right, right 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 so i mean they're Things are being made and they're happening. They're just happening in other countries. And for some reason, uh, we think that uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So don't do something else. Well, listen, the last two seasons, we proved that Drag Race is broken. Okay? So do something else. Um, yeah. Let's move on. We have we have Grace here. And Grace says, OMG, Lucy, I'm so sorry to hear about your cat. I lost my kitty about four months ago, and it still stings every day. Remember when you said it was getting better? It's not. Um, I agree that Rue was probably thinking tech. Oh, wait. That, that's <laughs> I moved up. Here we go. Where is this? Oh, he says, um, I'm a newish listener to your show, and I think you are all very funny. I was wondering if you know if any famous queens listen to the show. Tony, you can be pretty critical of the queens. Do you ever have a Kathy Griffin moment when you run into them in public? Do any of your co-hosts have to make excuses for you or defend you? Keep up the shade. It's so funny. I love that you don't give any fucks. Well, see, it's people like you that keep me doing this. <laughs> no, I don't ever try to explain Tony. I just say he doesn't give a fuck. Do you? Have... I never defend your behavior on the show, but I've definitely had to defend your behavior as a human being. <laughs> I don't bother. Like, there's no point. I'm like, <laughs> what's wrong with Tony? And I just... You know, shrug. I just go not sure. Well, let me ask. Let me ask Jiggly this. Jiggly, like, um, y you, um, after your season, I'm, I'm sure you know the Grizzly Kiki girls. Uh, you, you're you're no stranger to podcast stuff. How did you deal to negative reactions from like people like me who have a platform who might be a little critical about the queens? How does that bo does that bother you? 
I don't give a fuck. I don't. <laughs> because for me, like, I know the truth of myself. And then sometimes people from are judging you based on what they see on TV. Uh-huh. You know, everybody's like, oh, she's a hot mess. I'm like, I've never claimed to be a seamstress. I never claimed to be like this um, Oscar winning actress or anything like that. So like, I don't care. We like, know. that's we not saw. my gig. We saw a girl. You we know? know, and like, <laughs> You know, at the end, and like um, when they were talking, like, I remember there was one I read and heard about me during the the acting challenge when we were doing like the Sex in the City spoof. That they were like, she's so horrible, she's so dumb, doesn't even know what horticulture is, and I'm like, <laughs> when am I ever in real life as a drag queen or even as a person? Ever gonna talk about horror fucking culture? <laughs> Amen. You know, I'm from and New York. on top of that, they're like, "Oh, but she was so horrible in that act." I was like, "Why would I like as an actress? Why would I audition for a role that I don't want?" Here's what here's what I hope. Here's what I hope because the thing is, is like, yes, I am critical of drag queens on Drag Race. But rest assured, I don't follow your careers outside of it. So, like, I just need that. I hope that the drag queens, because I have a lot of queens from RuPaul's Drag Race on this show, too. Ones that I have definitely talked shit about, uh, uh, i.e. Derek Barry. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and the thing but is, we but we love Derek as a result of it. So the thing is, is I'm critical of the edit that you get on the show that you signed a waiver saying that you wanted to be on. So, yeah. um, sadly. so, so sadly you chose to do that, which means I get to comment on your performance in that said show. Lucy, what were you going to say? Well, I just think I would like to also point out that like, we are aware that these are edits of the Queens yeah. and not the actual Queens themselves. Yeah. And so when we actually have that person on the show, we will treat them with respect and as a person. And I am definitely always interested in knowing who they are outside of their edit. So I feel like a lot of our commentary is more about this character that yeah. we've talked about that each of these drag queens plays and not so much the queen herself. Absolutely. And you know what? Honestly, let's face it. Tony Soto likes to pick fights locally. That's why I go for the Boohoo Brothers. I was just going to say, what do you do when you run into them? The Boulay Brothers I run into all the time. I, I know, smile. So I smile and I make eye contact with both of them and then I move away. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> what? Do you, wait, know, do you say hi? Asked? So look, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't back down from being critical about anything when it comes, but see, the thing is, is like, look, as a drag queen, I know my limitations, but I know that I'm a fucking damn good drag queen. So as a drag queen viewer, I have high expectations for good drag. And if it's not good drag, I'm going to let you know it's not good drag. Simple as that. And it's all my opinion, which means it only matters here. So take it how you want to or don't. You know what I mean? Here being It's hard to not be sensitive sometimes. Sure. Because sometimes like the fans and the podcast, they can get really, like, sure. they can dig into us. Absolutely. And I'm like... But look, ugh. also, I need to let you know that, uh, yes, drag queen fans are terrible because I get hate mail on a regular basis for shit that I say about drag queens on this show. So, I mean, I get it as well. People literally send me messages all the time asking me who the fuck I think I am for talking shit about drag queens. Um, well, I'm a Silver Lake icon in Los Angeles, <laughs> California. Who are you? 
You're uh, another drag queen. Yes. That's what they do. I'm a, yeah, we, we <laughs> razz each other. We're all sisters. Uh, let's wrap um, this up. I'd also, real quick, like to just thank Grace for her condolences about my cat. I really appreciate that. Thank you. That's right, Grace. Thank you, Grace. We love you, Grace. Uh, wrap it up. You, fin you fin make Finish the show. <laughs> finish the show. All right, final question. Hello, everyone. No, it's hey, everyone. My name is Ashlyn, and I started listening to your show after hearing you on the Grizzly Kiki. Oh, Love wait. the show so Sweet. much. Wait, time out, time out. Robert and Daniel, thank you for sending all of your listeners to us. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> um, my question is, my first serious girlfriend broke up with me after three months. I told her I love her, and then a week later, she broke up with me. She says it isn't because I told her I love her, but I don't believe her. I think telling her I love her pushed her over the edge. She's bisexual. I'm a lesbian. And she's in the closet. I'm not. Throughout our relations, uh, excuse me, <laughs> they cut off in the middle of that word. Throughout our relationship, she was scared her parents would find out about me and kick her out. Anyway, she wants to be friends, but she's putting in no effort to be friends. All we do is send each other a Snapchat to keep our Snapchat streak going. She said we would be great friends and we would talk even more uh, as friends. She said being friends would be great, but it's been fucking shit and I miss her and I don't know what to do. Help. Oh my Girl, God. bye. Lesbians. Je jiggling. <laughs> on. Yeah, like, they goodbye. Jiggling. Like, what? Oh my God. Jiggly, have you like what did she say three months? This is the last this is lesbian stuff. Yeah. Three months. Y'all knew each other for three months, girl. I guess because I'm a hard I'm a hard ass when it comes to love and everything. Like, if you're not gonna put in the effort for me, why am I gonna put in effort for you? And I'm also the kind of bitch that you prove to me first that you are worth me putting effort into you. If you're not gonna do that, we're not playing this game. And I'm honestly, good, I'm out. And honestly, wait, 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 I'm sorry, I'm reading this again. So your first serious girlfriend broke up with you after three months. You told her you loved her after three months, dude. I mean, it's 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 a, oh. it's a bold move to say that you love someone after three months because um, I've loved purchases that I've made and three months later was like, I'm gonna go take this to Goodwill. You know what How I mean? How serious is a relationship at three months though? Well, I mean, listen, passion burns hot in the lesbian community because y'all don't go out much. So it's oh, like, I mean, it's I'm going to say I'm going to say if this girl isn't leading an honest life, then that's her problems and that's her yeah. insecurities. And well, and also if she lives with her family, then that's also her financial situation. I say for you, if this person doesn't value you at the, your utmost of worth, then find someone who will. And Fuck look, that you, you, have to, you have to look at it this way as well. It's like. Um. There, once you've been in some kind of an intimate relationship and it's over, it's really not realistic to say that you're going to be friends because here's why. She's obviously already moved on and you haven't. So therefore, mm -hmm. you're, you're sitting around pining and waiting for her to contact you, not for the reasons that you wanna be her friend, but so that you can be in her space and maybe convince her or make her see that, you, that you're the one that she wants to be with. So you have to stop that. You have to cut yeah. that off. You have to not speak or talk to this person for a moment. And then if you guys come back in the future, then cool who knows but at this girl that wound is fresh bitch so heal it for a minute don't try to get this friendship thing going because it's not gonna happen go have sex with a lesbian yeah there's tons of lesbians out there that want to have sex come on lesbians ashlyn needs some vagina 
Yeah, and then let us know how that goes too. Yeah, girl, follow right, up. Yeah, follow up. Follow we love up. a follow up. Um. Oh my God, I miss listener questions. That's what fun. Those are fun. Chickley, did you have fun? Yes, I did. You. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show, and please, you are welcome anytime. Because don't think that I miss an episode that you're on the Grizzly Kiki. Because I love how I love how y'all kind of kind of girlfriend fight a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good listen. Why don't you tell people uh, where they can find uh, you on the internet and uh, where they can find Thought Process? Um, Thought Process is available on all where you could buy your music from at iTunes and Google Play. And you could find me on my website, jigglycaliente.com. Uh, Instagram, jigglycaliente official, jigglycaliente on Twitter, and uh, yeah, Facebook, whatever. The one and only Jiggly Caliente, everybody. She's so fantastic. It was so nice. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. Thank you, guys. Um, Lucy Wack, what's going on? Uh, I'm looking at that. Oh, this weekend I will be DJing at the House of Blues. Uh, it's going to be quite a fantastic show, and uh, I'm very excited. It'll be... Um, at uh, like a nine nine thirty show nine thirty show nine thirty show House of Blues get on that guest list come up to the foundation room with us I'm DJing it's gonna be great uh, Maxwell Esposito um I'm gonna be at the Trap on Sunday you are and um I'm gonna be getting I'm gonna be older on Monday that's so right. that's I have something to look forward to so I'm tune in next week for his birthday show where we'll we'll at least all three wish him a happy birthday yes and I'll talk about all the exciting things I do like smoothies and iced coffees and salads as long as it goes within three minutes and only three minutes what if 3.30? Okay, baby. Um, listen, guys, you can catch me every Thursday on the Gay Power Half Hour with myself and Casey Lai, available on iTunes. Be sure to check it out. Rate us, comment, whatever, blah, blah. I do all the podcasts. And also, don't forget, yes, March 25th, The Trap at Akbar. It's my drag queen talk show with Pickle and Roz Dresverlez. Um, our guest uh, is going to be Michaela, a wonderful makeup artist here in L.A. Uh, so come and check that out. And also on the 26th, come out to Precinct for my Red to Filth, and you can win $100 if you can be shady to a stranger. Show starts at 10 p.m. As always, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Tony Soto Show. And until next week, everybody, bye. Bye. bye.